the Lord says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye right. on you. When you're in the gym, right. you have an instructor. Right. A lot of times, you know, we right. have a pastor, a friend of ours that goes to a gym that has right. an instructor. They're working with him. They're showing him how to stick. They're spotting right. him, you right. know. God is our spotter. He's right. the one that's going to be helping us if we apply faith to him. He's the one that's going to be instructing us in our life. You know, right. Godliness that we're talking about, our spirituality, that affects this life and it affects the next life. So that's why it's important where I go to the gym and work out all the time and it only affects this life. He's saying training for yourself to be godly and really putting some effort into your spiritual disciplines, that's super important. I'm Bill McMinn. Senior Pastor of Eagleville Bible Church, and this is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's Word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living, and we love to do it. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life, this is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast, and I'm Bill McMahon. Along with me is Mark Hosseller, and we are both, you know, fortunate to be pastors at Eagleville Bible Church. Amen. And we'll, this yeah. whole, to me, this podcast, Way to Go, is is seriously, that is, it's the way to go. It's the way to live. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to deal with marriage. We deal with parenting. We deal with uh, fear. We deal with a lot of practical issues. So yeah. to me, this is the, the part of Christianity that deals with practical stuff. And one of the things that, to me, is of a practical value is your spirituality and mm-hmm. and for remembering the fact that life is not just about what you wear it's not just about how good the food was that you got yeah. to eat right. or you know all the things that you saw there's a there's the material part of us that yeah sure likes pleasure and likes our food and likes our coffee and our maybe Starbucks or whatever it is that likes all those things but then there's also that part of the spiritual man and I think sometimes in our lives we forget about that that oh, there's yeah. that spiritual side. Absolutely. Bill, I produce this show, and I go back and I listen to these things because, you know, it's different when you're working on it, when you're right. doing this, but I've constantly got to be aware of my spirituality and right. be constantly feeding, giving myself nutrition to feed off of. Right. You know what I'm saying? And even though I'm a pastor, even though you're a pastor, even though I'm producing this show, I still have to go into it listening for me. You right. know, and trying to build up my spirituality right. the best I can as well. We right. need to be sharp. Oh, absolutely. You know, all of us. And so. I, I do think that it ebbs and flows sometimes. I think in, in my own life, being a Christian for a long time, being a pastor for a long time, I think sometimes you really feel on fire and sometimes you don't. And sometimes mm-hmm. you feel close to God and sometimes you don't. I try yeah. not to go on feelings. So I try to realize, hey, God's there no matter how you feel today. You know, he's still there and you still got to do the right thing, so on and so forth. But there's a verse and, you know, we were, we could have done... I'm telling you, I mean, there's so many, there's thousands of verses that we could pick and work on. And and hopefully as this podcast goes, we will. We will. We're going to hit yeah, these. Right. But for today, it says, have nothing to do with godless myths. This is First Timothy 4, an old wives tale. So this is uh, an older minister talking to a younger guy who's out there working with churches and working with people. And he goes, listen, don't get caught up in these godless myths and old wives tales. Train yourself to be godly. Mm-hmm. Focus, right? You don't yeah. focus, man. Right. Focus. Just, just, just just work on your godliness. Don't, don't worry about all these other things that people get caught up in. Physical trainings of some value. Godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. And that's the reason we're on it. Godliness that we're talking about, our spirituality, 
that affects this life and it affects the next life. So that's why it's important where, where I go to the gym and work out all the time and only affects this life. He's saying training for yourself to be godly and really putting some effort into your spiritual disciplines. That's super important. You know, I've had the privilege of mentoring uh, quite a few men, you know, and I'm telling you, if you're, if you're watching this and you're a mentor, you need to perk up on this one because this is what it is. Paul mentoring Timothy right. saying, Hey, don't get caught up in that stuff. Right. Be careful what you're paying attention to. Be careful what you're, you know, you're investing time into and energy into. And I'll tell you what, as a mentor, I have to listen to that. You right. know? I have to be able to tell people that I'm mentoring, hey, don't get caught up in that right. stuff, man. That's it, just distracting you from the spiritual things of life. <laughs> yeah. It's almost silliness. Like when he says the godless myths and old wives' tales, it's just like stories people would tell is silliness. Mm-hmm. There's no basis in fact. And I really think about our world today and how much clutter there is. Yeah. There's just, there's clutter in, in our brains. There's clutter in social media because there's so much arguing and debating on things. And to me, a lot of it is kind of nonsense. Now, one guy, he comes up to me one time, and this is a true story. He said, Bill, I, I have two questions for you. Now, he catches me at a little flea market nearby and he comes over number one this is why i like the yard sale in cleveland because no one knows me and this is why because i'm going to get caught up in some of this stuff and so he comes and he asks me hey bill i want you to know what you think about blue flame and what you think about astral projection and i'm like okay number one i have no idea what what you're talking about astral projection yeah i've heard Mm -hmm. about that blue flame i have no idea what you're talking about and i finally asked the guy he's going on and on asking all these questions i said why are we talking about this? Yeah. I said, this is this has nothing to do with Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I do not understand why you're caught up in this. I don't even understand. I said, if you if these people you're talking, because he's wondering, trying to help these people. I said, here's how you help people. Stop talking about that nonsense. Don't even pay attention to it. Stay focused on Christ. Stay Start, focused yeah. on, hey, Jesus Christ loves you. Jesus Christ will forgive all of your sins. You can have a better life through Christ. Stick to the truth, man. I said, yeah. get, when you're getting in these kind of arguments, you're so far afield and away from where you need to be. And that's what I, I think about this. Don't get caught up that's with right. the, this, these ridiculous myths and old wives' tales yeah. and nonsense. Yeah, Titus is another one that Paul talked to. You know, Timothy and then Titus as right. well. Titus was trained by Paul. And, and in verse 9 of chapter 3, he says, Avoid foolish controversies, genealogies, arguments, quarrels about the law, because these things are unprofitable and useless. Right. I mean, it's, it's true. Right. How many times have we get got caught up in a conversation? It's an hour later, and you're going... This is just circular. It's no. It's going nowhere. You know, it's like oh, it I'm just sure. stays I'm, right in yeah, there. And I'm it's like, sure there's time. I am tired of this conversation. I want to talk to you about things that really matter, that right. are actually practically going to help you. Well, you know? where it comes to, you know, bear in my life, I think about, I, I don't, I'm not going to argue about politics. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to argue about wearing masks. I'm not going to argue about vaccines or no vaccines and all these things that people get caught up in. And you just see it. And my wife was like, oh, man, I'd love to say that to this person because they somebody put something snarky because I was just making a comment that I was glad in Ashtabula County we didn't have to wear masks. Mm-hmm. Somebody puts down on purpose right below me, oh, I wear masks everywhere I go because that's a conscience. It doesn't matter what county I'm in. That's a, And I, man, there were like good, good at least five solid comments I had for that. And good snarky stuff. Like yeah. it would have been hilarious. But you know what? I'm here to talk about Jesus. I, yeah. I'm not, I, I'd rather see that person someday give their lives to Christ than to be arguing about the stupid and stuff. And so we're talking about... I let it go. I told my wife, I said, 
they said, well, they put that there on purpose. I'm like, yeah, and I don't care. I don't care. That's mm-hmm. one thing I just learned from a guy this weekend. He just seemed like I talked about a comment that was made uh, prior, and he was like, I don't care. I don't think about mm-hmm. this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, because he's got enough going on in his life. He doesn't need to worry about petty, stupid stuff. Yep. And that's what I feel like. I don't. I got enough going on in my life. I just don't need to be caught up into politics. Because I'll guarantee you, you can argue politics, Republican, Democrat, till the cows come home. It's not going to change anything yeah, that's no inspiring. one's life has changed that's inspiring because you know in this verse here it says for physical training has some value uh, we're talking about spiritual training right. what you just did there is you exercise restraint right that's part of physical training too right. restraining right. you know stopping from overdoing things right. and all that so i admire that you know you, right. you we have to exercise restraint you right. know we have to uh, especially when there's like i said those spiritual conversations that 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 just go nowhere, you know. Right. Uh, Paul actually tells Titus, they claim to know God, but their actions, they deny him, you right. know. And so you got to be careful who you're talking to. You know, right. if their lives aren't matching up, there's a there's a pretty good reason for that, and yeah. you, need, you need to watch what they're saying. Well, there are times you don't have to say everything just because you could say it. I mean, some great spiritual truth, the people That's just right. aren't ready to hear it. It's just not the times. Like Jesus Christ mm-hmm. said, don't, ca- don't put pearls in front of the swine, don't give what is holy to the dogs. In other words, it's just, listen, they're not ready for that yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't have to, don't feel like you have to comment to everyone. Don't feel like you have to say everything. Right. Some people just aren't ready to hear it and you got to know it. But I like yeah. how he's saying keep focused. In other, when he's telling him to have nothing to do with this, what he's saying is I want you to be focused on the important things. And it's so easy to get off track. So keep focus. Like if I'm going to work on my life spiritually, then I got to focus on that. And I don't want all the clutter of the world. I want to start thinking, well, God, where are you in my life? And what's going on? And God, what do you want me to do? How do you want me to treat people today? That kind of stuff. I think too, uh, be disciplined. Uh, Training is necessary for the unhindered pursuit of God. And it says here that we are rather train yourself to be godly. Now, he says later, physical training is of some value. Godliness has value for all things. Now, that word comes from the same word from which we get our word gymnasium. In the old days in the Roman Empire, they would train like Spartans, right? They would train for the military. They would train. But then it became they would go to the gym, just a body sculpt. And they would yeah. build big muscles. They weren't doing anything with their big muscles other than oiling them. Mm. So they would oil themselves up so that they could look better and some of the philosophers of the day and others were looking at him and saying, and this is men getting girly. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Because all you're doing is worried about how you look. There's no purpose. You're not doing anything with all this muscle that mm-hmm. you gain, except sitting here looking at me. And that's why he's saying it doesn't really have like, it has some value, but I'm I mean, it doesn't you. really have like a ton of value because you're not really doing anything with it anyway. Yep. So why are you putting all your, all your efforts into things you're not even really using those muscles. You just build muscle to build muscle. Bill, I'm telling you, I'm coming from a concrete and construction field, you know, right. my uh, background. And we had these guys, we called them Hans and Franz. You know, <laughs> they would come out and they'd be laborers and, uh, in the concrete industry. And they, you could tell they spent all their time in the gym. They right. were huge. They were, but there's a different type of strength. When you have somebody that's working this thing every day, these guys would grab a hold of a rake and it was like, Really? That's all the strength you have? Like, you're right. huge, man. And they right. couldn't move the concrete like somebody else that just does it. And they're in it. They have this construction right. strength. You know what I mean? They don't look huge. Brute strength. They don't, yeah. I yeah, call it there brute you go. Yeah. yeah. They, they don't look huge and everything, but 
So, yeah, how much did that physical exercise really benefit you when right. you're out in the field, when you're really into the, the nitty-gritty of this job, you know? Right. Well, same thing with our spiritual lives, you right. know? We have to be exercising spirituality when we're out and about, exercising our faith, exercising by reading the Word of God, uh, right. you know, studying these disciplines that we're going to be talking about here. Right. Well, I think, too, yeah. the discipline, like, you can take the idea of training and apply it to spiritual things. So there's... By the way, and I say that about exercise prop, I still run. Oh, sure. I've, I've lifted weights for years, on and off. I mean, in the summer, yeah. I'm definitely more running. In the winter, well, you can't run as much. I would be mm-hmm. lifting more. But I'm all for fitness. I, I'm huge into fitness. Yeah. I believe in fitness. I believe in working out. I think it's outstanding. I think it's important. I would never say it's not important. I would say, like Paul said, no, it does have some value. And there are disciplines that you learn from lifting or physical mm-hmm. exercise or restraining mm-hmm. your diet. There are things that you learn that you can apply to your spiritual life wow, because it, the yeah. same kind of thing. Yeah. Like when you think about training there, you have to be consistent. You have to be committed to it. You got to push yourself. Mm-hmm. You got to pursue it. You got to work hard. Uh, you deprive yourself of certain things at certain times. Right. Yeah. So I, and- I like to do things that require exercise. Like I'll pursue it, man. I, if, if I can combine something that's fun with fitness, Oh man, that's even better. Hiking, it's fitness and it's fun. Kayaking, Absolutely. it's right. fitness and it's mm-hmm. fun. I would much rather do those stuff that help me with my fitness. Mm-hmm. And in that, I'm learning what's going to help me with my spiritual life too. Yeah, so where does discipline? Let's talk about just discipline for a second, mm-hmm. and we're going to apply it to our pursuit of goal. But like when you think about discipline in your life, where is where does it come into play? You know what? Um, spending intentional time with my wife, with my children, with God Almighty, uh, coming to church, right. making sure that I'm, I'm, I'm staying in fellowship with people around me, right. you know, that kind of thing. You know what else? I, whenever I think of discipline, I think of the things like fasting. Right. You know, there's times in my life where I go through fasting, seasons of fasting right. where I'm seeking out and being disciplined. Right. Well, that's the spiritual not- part, but what about if your, your normal life, just disciplining your normal life? Where would it come? I don't have much, man, you know, because I'm kind of loose. I'm kind of, you know, but here's where it comes in. My back, I got a really bad back problem, you know, and so I have to be very disciplined with how I pick things up, you know, with that's practical, I guess. Yeah, I try to run three times a week. I try to make sure that I do certain things. I'm going to do it three times. I don't just drink sweet tea. Sure. Without thinking about it. Like, I'll mm-hmm. have some sweet tea, but I drink a lot of unsweet tea because I realize I can't just drink my calories. There's a certain amount of discipline for anyone losing weight. They get it. Like, most people understand what discipline is. Yeah. I got to get up at a certain time. Yeah. I got to be at work. I'm going to make sure I'm up at a certain time to make sure. Maybe you want to get up and talk to your kids before they go off to school. Mm-hmm. So there's certain disciplines. You want to make sure you're in bed at a certain time. Every single person, like when he's using the word train here in the Bible... It was a common word that every Greek-speaking person would get. Yeah, They would understand it because they saw enough people exercise. They saw enough. They saw what fitness was. Mm-hmm. They saw how people pursued those kind mm-hmm. of things. Then you have them say, now, take that same concept of discipline and apply it to spiritual That's things. very good. Yeah, my, my chiropractor, just yesterday I had a chiropractor's appointment, and he told me, he says, hey, are you doing your, your stretches? You know, are you doing those, right. those that, that green paper that he gave me? Right. He calls it the big four, Right. you know? And it's like, you know what, Doc? I haven't been doing it like you told me to, you know? Right. And he's like, hey, just do it. 
you know, right. because it's strengthening things that you don't realize is strengthening, right. you know, and is protecting you from getting hurt again. Right. You know, and that's something good to remember. You right. know, it's a discipline. I need to be disciplined and do those stretches in the morning, right. in the evening, at least three times, four times a week. Right. That's a good point, Bill. Well, I'll very tell you good. this. It's like I've, I've been in exercise routines that I fell out of that were very difficult to get back into. Yeah. And that's why you have to keep after it. When you think about... Uh, you know, spiritual disciplines, I've seen people fall off coming to church and they'd come to church all the time. Then they started to get spotty. Then pretty soon you don't see them at all because they're losing that routine. And I think there's a lot of value to the routine. There's a lot of value to doing things in a steady type of of matter. I had, I had the privilege of um, praying with a young lady last night that was in tears at our prayer meeting because she felt that she was being undisciplined in her Bible reading. And she actually was in tears. She was praying to the Lord, asking for repentance and and saying, I don't want to be lukewarm. I want to be passionate about it. She wants to be in that word daily. And that's important, guys. I mean, that's just, it's so important. It was good for me to see that sort of passion. Set goals for godliness. Yes. Reading your Bible will be part of it. Uh, Godliness meaning your pursuit of God, meaning you are going to revere him and live for him. And so you and I were talking about before we started the show, you know, what godliness would be when I worked on a work crew, it would be, I didn't tell dirty jokes. I didn't Mm -hmm. swear with the rest of them. My language was different than everyone else's. And they made fun of me about it from time to time. They respected it by and large. It just wasn't me, you know, because I was more worried. Like, I would work hard. Why? Because I was more worried about what God was going to think than what they would think. They they would spend, I mean, almost the entire crew, until an engine went down, they would spend more time figuring out how not to work than to work, wow. where I felt my days go a lot faster when I'm working. It's what God wants me yep. to do. I was always looking for things to do yep. to keep myself busy because that's just how I like to be, and I thought that it honored God. And to me, that would be godliness. It would just be, I'm just trying to honor God with my life. That's right. By yeah. the things I do and say. Yeah. I mean, I, I can remember that too, Bill. It was actually one of the first testimonies that or, or, or evidences uh, that God is at work in my life was when right. I was able to actually turn around and walk away from those conversations. Right. I mean, I was not, that was not me. And all of a sudden, like a switch, something happened in me and I didn't want to do that anymore. Right. You know, I, I think of that verse in scripture that says that he gives you the desires of your heart. Right. Well, when Jesus Christ really grabbed a hold of my heart, the spirit was there to help me. He, it says in the word of God, that he's my coach he's my stand beside he's helping me he's my look at this in psalm 32 it said the lord says i will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go i will counsel you with my loving eye on you when you're in the gym you have an instructor a lot of times you know we have a pastor a friend of ours that goes to a gym that has an instructor they're working with him they're showing him how to stay they're spotting him you know God is our spotter. He's right. the one that's going to be helping us if we apply faith to him. He's the one that's going to be instructing us in our life. You know, right. I, I love that about God. Right. He's not far off. He's right here. Right. He's here with us. You know? But I think that one thing that you bring up that's a real key is you became conscious of it. In okay. other words, if people are even in weight mm-hmm. loss, you know, I hear from my own daughter, I want to lose weight. Okay. She's conscious of it. When you become conscious of something you become more dedicated to it. There has to become an awareness of God in your life that, hey, he's paying attention. You know, God is here and he is watching it. DC Talk had that t-shirt years ago, and I used to to wear it. And it was, God is here and he is watching. And when you're aware of that, that God is here and he is watching, and by the way, so are other people, Mm -hmm. You, it affects the way you live. So when I think about spiritual disciplines, because it says train yourself for godliness, not just physical exercise. Okay, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just for here, though. But godliness has value here and there. 
I think about prayer. I think about Bible yes. reading. I think about serving. I think about generosity. I think you said fasting, fasting. earlier. I, I don't fast a lot these days, but we have done mm-hmm. some of it. Well, you know, I think it's, it's powerful. Yeah. We did certainly in our uh, our season of Lent, mm-hmm. but that specifically prayer and Bible reading. Yeah. How in the world can we be training ourselves for godliness? And we don't even talk to God, and we're not—we don't open up our Bible to read it. And there are so many fascinating things in the Bible. I would say those are two things. And guys, gals, we got to get serious about that. I mean, just pick up the Bible and read it. If you've never read it before, even if, yes. go to the Book of John and just yes. read that. Go to the Book of James. Go to Proverbs. A lot of wisdom there. Just just pick it up and start reading it for yourself. Yeah, and you'll find. It'll kind of light a hunger there. That's right. It'll prime that pump. That's exactly right. Bill, there was uh, two people in the last week that asked me, how did you get to where you are right now? All I can say is 13 years ago, I was living a life that was away from Christ Jesus. I was living a life of rebellion towards him. Somebody handed me a Bible and said, start reading this. Ten chapters in, I gave my life to Jesus Christ. Of what and book? since then, in John chapter 10, I gave gotcha. my life in Jesus, to Jesus Christ. Right. And since then, I have had an insatiable desire for the Word of God. I can't right. get enough of it. And the Lord... And you know it well. And the Lord led me to this place. And right. now I'm a pastor by the, His grace, by His glory. But it was through the Word of God that right. all that happened. Right. And, that, and that's my testimony. No, yeah. and I would agree. And I, was, I would think you would agree your life is happier now than it was then. So Absolutely. I, I think that, the, you know, being a Christian doesn't mean you don't have fun. I have tons of fun out there. But I, I still am serious about God and, and serious about doing God things. Yes. We really appreciate you listening to the Way to Go podcast and tuning in. Mark and I hope that you have a great and fantastic week.